Hey, that's awesome. That's what's happening in the middle of the week in our, on our campus, our family ministries department, and their children's ministry, and that video really made that child happy, and way to go. I think it was the, Michael, our drummer, did you see those kids in the preschool? They were drumming. Look out, man. They're coming after you. They're coming after your role, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, we're so blessed. We're so blessed. You know, it is, we're moving into Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving. So I think it's appropriate if we just call out what we're thankful for. Why don't we do that? You, here in the sanctuary, just call out what you're thankful for. Come on, don't be shy. They slow down. I can't absorb all that. Family, friends, what else? Bacon. Absolutely. Music. Music. Absolutely. Life. Yeah. Health. Love. Absolutely. Being a follower of Jesus, right on. Yep, yep. We can be thankful for these things. We're thankful for the way God has continued to shape our life together as a community of faith. Being thankful is a good exercise. We know that. It, giving thanks. Uh, giving thanks for God's provision, as we heard, and health, uh, jobs, our kids, our neighbors. The roof over our heads, the opportunities to teach, and the opportunities to learn. We're thankful for the nation we live in, the peace and the freedoms that we enjoy. We're thankful for our church, our faithful community, relationships that are fostered in the middle of the week and on Sunday mornings as we gather together in our worship service together, as we serve together in our faith, hope, and love. Thankful for the clear mission that God has called us to as a congregation to invite all people to build an active relationship with Jesus Christ. We're thankful for the clarity and the purpose that that provides for us. The practice of gratitude, giving thanks, is healthy. We know that. It's healthy because if you're like me, it's easy to overlook um, expressing the thankfulness and gratitude because of the rough and tumble of our daily lives. When I get wound up in the trials and the demands of life, the notion of giving thanks kind of takes a back seat because I, all I can see in the road ahead is the, are the worries, the fears, the concerns, the, the complexities of life, the contradictions, the criticisms, the change and the sense of loss through that change. We struggle through this in our lives, and, and each can produce a mixed bag of emotions, of, of fears and anger and even shame. It's important to pay attention. These things are important in our lives. The things that cause our responsibilities are important to us and to attend to those responsibilities. But each have a unique way. Sometimes, <laughs> like a deflating, deflating our hope, like a damaged tire, just, just, air just leaks out. It can discourage our faith. And so the practice of being thankful as a congregation is good. And the good news is that we're not the first to, to do this. In fact, the Apostle Paul, when he's writing the first century church, he reminds them about being grateful, about being thankful. And he leads them and gives them a framework of how to be thankful and reminding them of what to be thankful for. The letter that I'm about to read or a portion of the letter I'm about to read, there's some things we need to know about it before. 
The first is that, you know, it, in modern day, the, the church of Colossians or Colossae was in modern day Turkey. And one of the things about this uniqueness is that Paul's letter to the Colossians is perhaps the most Christocentric letter in the New Testament. Now, what does that mean, Christocentric? It all focuses on Christ. It's all about Jesus. Jesus is the image and the invisible God. In him, the fullness dwells. God's fullness dwells in him. Throughout the letter, Paul stresses the centrality, the divinity, and humanity of Jesus. Colossians also offers a strong corrective in the false teachings that minimized the person and work of Christ. A lot of heresies floating around in the first century in this town of Colossae. And they diminish the, the Jesus' work on the cross. That might not be sufficient. You need to add these things or pay attention to these things. You've got to add this in order to be forgiven. You've got to build a tear. Like you've got to follow these things, jump through these hoops. And one of the things that Paul stresses in this letter is the, the universal nature of Christ's salvation, meaning that it's available to everyone. God is inviting all people. It's open. Not everything is open door invitation like it is to follow Christ, is it? You know, I noticed that there was a wedding on, at the White House this last week. The president's granddaughter got married. I didn't get invited to that. Did any of you? It was pretty secure, I'm sure. It's open invitation to the gospel message to all people. Paul stresses that in this letter. He also stresses that the letter also demonstrates the gratitude in Christ and, and our salvation that we have in Christ is provided. It serves as a motivation in our Christian life. This grace animates our life together of who we are. It brings meaning and purpose to one's life. And every chapter, here's the important one, every chapter is anchored in thanksgiving. Every chapter that he writes to this church is anchored in thanksgiving. Gratitude for the church. Hear God's word out of the first part of Colossians. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. We thank him because we have heard about your faith in Christ Jesus. We have also heard that you love all God's people. Your faith and love are blessed or based on the hope you have. What you hope for is stored up for you in heaven. You have already heard about it. You were told about it when the true message was given to you. I'm talking about the good news that has come to you in the same way the good news is bearing fruit. It's bearing fruit and, and growing all over the world that has been doing that among you since the day you heard it. That is when you really understood God's grace. You learned the good news from Epaphras. He is a dear friend. He serves Christ together with us. He faithfully works for Christ and for us among you. He has also told us about your love that comes 
from the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This guy, Epaphras, many believe that he was in prison with Paul when Paul hears about the work that's going on in this city, in this town of Colossae. They're sharing a jail cell, maybe, in Rome. We're not sure exactly, but there they are talking about the church, and Epaphras is informing Paul about what's going on in this city, a city that he never visited. And he's filled with gratitude for their partnership in ministry. Now, he's not simply heaping up these, you know, exaggerations or nice words or, or verbal, uh, verbal filler. No, the gratitude he shares is rooted in something important, rooted in their fruitfulness. He leans into that, the fruitfulness that they're experiencing together. He expresses joy in how he is comprehending that they, that they are comprehending the grace of God in their lives, and it's producing fruit. He's heard about their church and their church life together. For Paul, it's the fruit. The fruit is the evidence that God is working in and through them, that God is, God's mercy has permeated their lives, and they're, they're being transformed. And this fruit appears in the, in the community of faith. And right after that's been planted, this church begins to bear fruit. And for Paul, it's the evidence of their faith, hope, and love. And for Paul, as the community bears fruit, it's a sign, it's a demonstration that they recognize God's mercy in their lives. And he's grateful. He's grateful for this church. He's grateful for the people in Colossae and the, how it's spreading throughout the, the world through them. He's grateful for them. So I thought about that a lot this week. That Paul shares this framework of gratefulness or thankfulness to this congregation. I thought, well, why don't we do that? Why don't we be thankful for what God is doing in our life together and our church life together? This past month in November, each Sunday, we've taken a moment to just kind of highlight one of the ministries that is reflected, some of the fruit that we are experiencing together as a congregation. The very beginning of November, I invited two people forward to talk about their life group. Mike Cox and Carolyn Deberard came forward and they shared about they're the simple things about their life group, but then they started talking about how their life group fills their heart and strengthens their faith and how joyful they are about meeting together, studying God's word together. This life group is so important for them. Our life groups are important. You know, we have over 80 people are being served in and through the life groups that have developed and have grown from our congregation. And it's wonderful. On Thursdays, there's a new one, a mom's growing faith, and it, it's growing. There's over 30 moms in that room down there in the youth room growing in their faith together, celebrating life together, encouraging one another. That's fruit, and we are grateful, and we're thankful for that. Each week, we celebrate God's love and grace in our lives and we're grateful for our worship band for leading us so well. We're grateful for the, the ways that they, they lead us and the giftedness that they have and their instrumentation and their voices. I could never sing that well. 
And so I'm so glad it's kind of the volume is a little higher because then you can't hear me singing over here on the side. But I'm belting it out because I feel God's grace and love in and through. And so thank you for leading us so well. I am grateful for the opportunity that we have. We are all grateful. There's times in, in the worship service that I sense God's presence in a real tangible way. And sometimes it's through a prayer. Rosie, your prayer is beautiful this morning. Sometimes it's just seeing your faces. I know God's presence is here. Sometimes it's, it's just through the fellowship, the laughter. Maybe a child cries and has to leave. I, you know, whatever it is, but sometimes there's this moment that washes over me, and sometimes it's through the, the worship music. And I just sense God's presence, and God is with us. And so I'm so grateful. We're grateful for our worship together. We also highlighted our mission partners this month. Some of the fruit you saw when you walked in, you, all those boxes filled with, with toys and a message of hope that is going to go out through the whole world. There are going to be children throughout the whole world that are going to receive this box, and it's going to be a reminder to them that God loves them. That's fruit. That's fruit. And our mission partners throughout the world, but also I was reflecting on our mission partners locally, the Village of Hope, where they help meet the needs of those who find themselves on the street for whatever circumstance. They can bring light and hope into their lives, invite them to join and be a part of the Village of Hope. There's so many wonderful local ministries that are, that are feeding and caring for people and that we're a part of, that we're a part of together. And I'm grateful, and we are grateful for these things. And we're grateful for our family ministries and our youth ministry. You saw the video and the joy that they have. I don't know if it's Leanna or just she's jumping around all the time, that these kids are all jumping around the same time. But we're grateful. You know, sometimes we don't get to see what happens in the life of these children. Maybe they move away, or they grow up, or we don't see the entire story. But the seeds that are being planted now in their lives will bear fruit. Whatever they face, whatever struggles or challenges they face in the future, they'll have that, those seeds of faith that were planted in our family ministries. And same with our youth, sharing the hope and the comfort we are also witnessing, with gratitude, a, a flourishing preschool. You know, we celebrated a year. Kathy Vanderhoff is here, our director. One year, one year ago, what do you have? Four students. And we're opening it up in the middle of a pandemic. And here we have this wonderful preschool that's flourishing. I sat around the Friendsgiving table. Maybe you saw that, and I'm sitting there, and these kids are having a great time, and we had chicken nuggets for Thanksgiving. It was great. My heart is just filled with joy and I'm sitting there and I see these children that reflect families throughout our community that might not have an opportunity to be connected with our church in any other way but through our preschool. And God is inviting us to be a part of their lives, to bring this sense of hope and gratitude and joy. And it's great. It is something to be so thankful for, dear friends. It is something to be grateful for. And they're coming in December, right? 
The kids are going to come sing for us on, on a Sunday. What Sunday in December are they coming, Kathy? December 4th. You do not want to miss that Sunday. You know, we're also grateful for the campus that God has blessed us with. And as we are ongoing building on faith, we're going to finish these buildings here. You can see the images of what it's going to look like in the future. You know, we've raised over $435,000 to finish off these buildings, growing in faith. Our plan back in 2019, we had some uh, numbers of what it would take to finish it, and then all of a sudden, well, we went through some stuff, you know, and now we have this inflation thing going on. So we have our architects and our contractors working very hard and our build-out team of what portions that we can start attacking at the beginning of 2023 and start building, and it's wonderful, dear friends. We are grateful. We can be grateful for these things that God has blessed us and invited us in to be a part of, to be a part of. And maybe you got this letter from me this last week that we have been given through a handful of our wonderful financial leaders an opportunity to be challenged with a $150,000 matching gift through the end of this year. Every dollar we give is matched up to $150,000. And if we match that, we will be in striking distance of the ministry budget goals that we set at the beginning of 2022. God is good, dear friends. And we can be so thankful and grateful. It's a great gift and it's a great challenge for all of us. We are thankful indeed. You might have noticed in your bulletin that there is a, an index card. And there are many different colors. Um, and I, so as a staff, we were sitting and we were talking about, you know, how can, we, how can we help us all think about being grateful and thankful um, this time of year and, and how God has blessed us? And so we put these index cards in your bulletin. And so you take them, and then you can write down what you're thankful for. Maybe how God has carried you through something difficult in your life. Or being thankful with the knowledge that what you face, God is not going to abandon you, but will be with you with whatever you face here in the future. You can write those things down. Maybe it's a name of someone that you are grateful for. And maybe you write your, that name down, and then you take that card, and you give that to that person, and you say, I am grateful for you. And I was in church on Sunday, and we were thinking about gratefulness and praying and thanking, and I'm thankful for you. It could be something personal, something that you have overcome, a sure and guaranteed hope that you have. I don't know about you, but if I write these things down, and I see what I write down, somehow goes into my heart, deep in my soul. So take a moment, write down what you're thankful for, and you hang on to that. Maybe you put it up on your refrigerator, maybe you give it to a friend, or maybe you put it in your Bible. But it's a way to remind us that we're thankful for what God has given us and provided for us. And I am thankful for you, dear friends. Let me pray. God, thank you for this day And the opportunity to reflect on how you have blessed us in and through your son, Jesus. And the fruit that is being revealed to us as we see the bearing of fruit in and through the ministries in our life together. This fruit that nourishes 
us, this fruit that reminds us that you are here, and this fruit that is being shared throughout our community and our world. So God, continue to grant us your presence this day and throughout the week, and as we, wherever we are on Thursday, if we're with our family, if we're just getting off of work, if we're by ourselves, wherever we are, may we return to you and be grateful. And God, in our gratefulness, we share. And so in the gifts that are shared this morning, a reflection of our thankfulness to you as we share of our time and our talent and our financial resources, God, bless these gifts as they reflect your kingdom and your grace in our lives. And all God's people said, amen.